Welcome to In the Arena with Now, where we explore what it would look like for every child, parent, and family to have equitable access to critical resources and opportunities they need to lead healthy, thriving lives and have a seat at the table to drive solutions. I'm your host, Rhonda Alexander, Director of Operations for the Networks of Opportunity for Child Wellbeing, an initiative of the Vital Village Network at Boston Medical Center. In today's episode, we journey to Newark, New Jersey to learn about how now learning community members, the Essex County Council for Young Children, are working to build and foster a trauma-informed community. This episode was recorded in early 2020, prior to the COVID-19 pandemic and the intensified focus on systemic racism following the murders of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd. Essex County Council for Young Children. Thank you. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. If I could get you all to just do a quick introduction of who you are, your role with the County Council for Young Children, and perhaps one or two quick sentences on what brought you to this work. Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Beverly Lynn. I'm CEO of Programs for Parents, a child care resource and referral agency here in Essex County, New Jersey. We administer the ECCYC contract and we are funded through the Department of Children and Families. And what brought us to this work is that we had a, a large family engagement practice already here in Essex. And we thought this would be a great way of expanding our reach, not only engaging parents, but also engaging community members. Hello, my name is Al Therese Frazier, and I'm a parent leader here on Essex County Council for Young Children. I got involved with Essex County for Young Children in their introduction of a joint shared parent and stakeholder engagement energy of leadership in our community. Good afternoon. My name is Judy Bennett, and I am the project coordinator. I have been a part of family engagement and community development throughout the city of Newark and Essex County for more than 20 years. Awesome. So we have a great team of folks with us today with lots of experience and connecting with parents and families. And I can't wait to jump in and talk to you a little bit more. Tell me more about what Essex County Council for Young Children is and what do you all seek to do? How do you all seek to support children and families in Essex County? The County Council is a coalition of community members, stakeholders, and parents. The purpose of it, again, is to engage parents and community members in addressing issues that impact young families with children age birth to eight. It started about five years ago, as I mentioned, and one of the things that I think is so awesome about it is there's a a majority parent involvement. So 51% of the coalition must be made up of parents. And then, of course, the balance is community members and stakeholders. And parents take on leadership roles and responsibilities in the coordination and work of the council. 
the parents drive some of the initiatives that we've addressed. They identify what issues occur in the community that they want to get involved in. And then, of course, we assist in preparing them for those leadership roles, whether it's serving on a committee that addresses lead and water or education issues that might come up. And I'm going to turn it over to Altari so he can talk a little bit about the parent role. In the parent role at the Essex County Council for Young Children, the parent have a full partnership of engagement with the ideas and the vision and the design and character of what happens and what comes out of our planning sessions here together with stakeholders and parents. We also have a blessed opportunity to have a breakdown of certain interests parents are engaged in, in our community, education, health, and safety, which are vital to the development of our community, but in our hearts, especially, most importantly, our babies. You started to talk about some of the work that you all do in the advocacy and the leadership of parents, which is so important. So what are some of the issues that have come up that parents and families have brought have brought up in, in the Newark area? And what are some of the things that, that you all are working on right now? We live in an urban community here in Newark, so there is an abundance of issues and concerns. Yet, and especially the model that we embark on here at Essex County Council for Young Children is that we have an issue here that is is champion, and that's inclusion. That's the ability to be a part of the the decision-making of what's really happening with our children on the mental health side of things, education side of things, and like I said earlier, and uh, more of a social justice energy. So we have a holistic approach on how we engage families in our community because, like I said earlier, so many different issues to talk about. We could go from the lead in the water. We could go from overpopulated classrooms. We could go through the um, special need energy that we feel is not addressed in certain communities. So it's an abundance of issues, but most importantly, we understand that we have to wrap around organizing our community and our resources to be able to change a lot of the issues that we see is um, inflicting our community. In addition to what Mr. Frazier just spoke about, most importantly, and the initiative that we are most active in today is ACES Adverse Childhood Experience and Trauma Initiative, where we are focusing on education, prevention, and resources to our parents and to the community at large. Thank you. That's really, really helpful. And I would love to dig into that some more in a couple of ways. So I think one, you talked about the coalition or the group, the council is majority parents, but who are some of the other partners and folks who make up the the county council? Newark Public Schools, the Greater Newark Healthcare Coalition, the South Ward Children's Alliance, one of our local businesses who's just been on board within the, the last year, Nike. I just want to add that there are health professionals. There are people from nonprofit agencies. We have the university. Rutgers University is engaged. We working with University Hospital. So, so we have people from various sectors that are involved in the coalition. Yeah, that's really exciting to hear that it's about bringing all of these different groups together to work collectively towards something. So education, healthcare, public health, all of these different agencies and sectors. I think that I would venture to say that's likely a huge part of of your success. 
And so I want to just sort of pivot that a little bit, going back to what Beverly shared around adverse childhood experiences and trauma. What are some of the things specifically that you all are working on and how are your partners supporting that work? Well, we've, we've actually had a planning process and that was very helpful and initiated by now where we developed a 90-day challenge approach every 90 days. Of course, the goal initially and still remains the goal is that we're going to educate all early childhood professionals and parents of young children about childhood trauma. We want to equip them with some prevention techniques and how to raise resilient children. And then lastly, we want to make sure that there are resources in the community to support parents when they need them. So those are our our three major goals. I, I think those are so important because it's in order to be able to address the issues of trauma, we really have to understand them and understand what resources are available. And so I love that I heard you say that you all are working with parents and grandparents and providers across sectors to do that work. And you mentioned the 90-day challenge. I would love to hear more about how your participation in the Now Learning community has impacted the work that you all do or, or the approaches that you all have been taking to your work. Well, one of the definite highlights of what we learned from the NOW program is to make sure that it's collaborative and that we're making sure that we bring it in partners from, to your point earlier, in a lot of different sectors. Yet one thing I know is definitely we're making sure that the community, parents, business owners, faith-based organization, the real civic sector of our community is really engaged and really involved in this understanding. Pretty much really having the community be the teachers of the information and the resources that we are bringing to the table. So I really think that that is important um, highlight that we got from the now, which is making sure that this is a village approach, making sure this is a collaborative effort, that we're not out here being superheroes and playing the, the role of by ourselves trying to save the world. That it is a possibility to save and change the world, but it's a collaborative effort that's needed. Additionally, I think the whole approach on how we deal with situations and looking at things through a, a dramatic lens Most importantly, what comes to mind for me is making sure that we meet parents where they're at and that we are compassionate and that we deal with people who have challenges with dignity. Every person has a gift that they bring to the table, and we're practicing that no matter how small of the gift, it is important. I just want to add that we've used some of the strategies that now has trained us on. We talk about the beloved community. We talked about working with folks and being having a level of humility. We've also addressed the whole issue of equity and, and equity lens is something that we try to share with all of our coalition members about the work that we're doing. In addition, we focus on the whole concept of Ubuntu, working together collectively that uh, Altarese mentioned. And just real quickly, lastly, and Dr. Lynn and and Ms. Judy definitely highlighted the element of of meeting people where their gifts are at and understanding that champion behind a person's gift and helping them understand how that can turn into the ability to grow and develop into the goals that they're trying to see 
versus only skill based and driven off of community members' skills versus community members' gifts in this beloved community that we're building. Yeah, well, I'm so glad that, that this has been helpful in helping you all think differently and apply new things and new techniques to the work that you're doing and try new things. That's really exciting. So what's been going well in Essex County? What are you all most proud of, whether it's over the last 18 months or just in general around the work of the County Council for Young Children? I think, number one, I, we are seen, the coalition is seen as a group of individuals who are working on childhood trauma and early childhood. No one's competing. We're not in competition with anyone. They've already said, you guys, this is your area of expertise, and we're going to support you and work with you. And that has been our reality. Everyone's chiming in. Everybody's helping us. So I think that's that's one thing that's gone very well. Another thing that's gone well to even continue to highlight Dr. Lynn's last point is the, the reputation of what we're doing is really moving out in the communities and even outside of our local community throughout the state of New Jersey. It's being understood the work Essex County Council has been doing and, and the model that we're creating to do the work. So we're actually being in a position to, and this is definitely not to impress anybody, but to impress upon, we're really aiming to trailblaze different approaches on how to get this work done and bringing everybody included into it. Everybody has a role they can play in this way that we've been engaging with now, with the Project Hope, and then even with the foundation Essex County Council had from the go. That combination of information and education has given us a ability to influence our communities in a lot of different ways. And not only just influence the community, but influence our parents and, in, and most importantly, influence funders around the state on how and what maybe a plan might look like statewide for adverse childhood experiences and trauma. I'm really excited and inspired by the fact that you all have carved out a space for leadership collectively as a group and specifically for parents that you're carving out this space where you all are the leaders on childhood trauma. I think that's so important and so exciting. And Judy, I think you started to talk about what the impact has been on the ground for communities. So what have you all seen for parents, for community partners, but also across the other sectors that you mentioned that are engaged in the work? What has the impact of your of your efforts been? I think the impact on the community level and even on the stakeholder level has has been that people that are sitting around other planning tables want to replicate our strategic planning practices and, and see how well they work. The other impact, I would say, is the numbers of people we've been able to touch. I would say we've touched well over a thousand people in terms of providing training around trauma and ACEs. We have volunteers who have approached us to become ambassadors. They want to go out into the community and share the information with parents and others. So I I think our reach is greater than we even know. Um, We're learning every day. Al Therese was in Atlantic City last week, and there was some conversation about Essex County Council for Young Children. And he said he was sitting there quietly 
And then he shared later that he was from the county council. But, you know, it's nice to hear that other people see what we're doing, understand what we're doing, and want to model some of the things that we're doing. But, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done. We recognize that our mayor here in the city of Newark had expressed an interest in having Newark become a a trauma-informed community by 2020. We're not completely there, but, you know, we're planning some community events. So we hope that it will continue to expand in terms of the people that we touch and, and who becomes informed and then the work that we can do after that information is shared. Another impact that I've seen on the ground also was that the conversation of mental health and ACEs is being talked heavy in education. I've been to several engagements where that has been coming up in the conversation about curriculum, about different things that go into education. How do we bring in mental health? How do we bring in ACEs into the conversation of education and not just for zero to um, five, but period throughout education. So I see how the work is actually opening doors and opening people's ideas and visions to say even how to reshape curriculum in education. So there's a slow walk into game-changing mentalities in this work and that we're seeing. I just want to add to that because one of the things that we're doing now is working with a group of psychologists to help us create this assessment tool that agencies can use to see if they are really in fact trauma-informed. And then, of course, we're working on developing and or borrowing a curriculum that focuses on social-emotional learning for young children in the urban communities. Wow. So you all definitely have a lot going on and you are able to see and feel the effects of your work in the community. And, you know, I, I heard you say, you know, the, that the mayor in Newark was hoping or interested in working towards making sure that Newark is a trauma-informed community by 2020. And you all are well on your way and you all are driving that journey. So that's really exciting. And I know that this work, you know, certainly we can see the growth and the sustainability and all of the the hard work that you all have put in. My second to last question is around what are what's a challenge or some of the challenges that you all have come across and how have you how have you used the the county council and your partnerships to address or navigate some of those challenges? I see one challenge definitely that that's still there but our work is pushing back on and that's the understanding that stakeholders can really take this work from a top-down approach to a real collaborative approach with community leaders, parents, and the communities. That this discipline and foundation that we've shared and shown that it can really be given and guided into other communities. And I'm seeing people taking advantage of listening and also, like Dr. Lynn said earlier, asking us to come in to be ambassadors of that teaching of a different approach on engagement. I think the, the challenge for me is that we make sure that we find new ways to take care of the people who are going to be doing this work. I think we all suffer with traumatic experiences as children and now that we're adults and we're asking these folks to be the one to be the to go out and do this work we just have to find a way very early on that we ensure 
that we put things in place that take care of them. I think our approach is, is a little different than what we've seen in other states and other communities because ours is a grassroots approach where parents who themselves have been traumatized, we all, if you've grown up in Newark, you, you have a couple of those aces on, on the ace checklist. And so just going back to what Judy says is equipping the people around us, all of us, with the right support that they need to do this work and making sure that they're supported. Wonderful. So my last question for you, what are you excited by for your future? If we think about the Essex County Council for Young Children, one, two, three, five years from now, what are you excited by and what's next? Well, I'm excited that the state just recently got the preschool development grant and so we will have some additional funding. They have sort of adopted this whole idea of we need to be working on childhood trauma. And so the work that we've already started, the foundation that we've created, I believe will be supported by our funder. And the other thing that I'm excited about is that there are other funders who are looking at this as a statewide issue and we hope to be part of that. I'm excited about next steps and continue to, to champion what um, Dr. Lynn just finished speaking of is that our way of working has also has done two things. It definitely has given us opportunity for our reputation and our work to be known and identified, but it's also given us opportunity to have parents and leaders in this very um, network grow and and gain an opportunity to spread the word. So even with myself and knowing that we'll be able to be a part of this work and the continuation and the growth of parents engaging parents is a blessing to see that Essex County Council was able to spearhead the very thing that they're saying they're doing, working with parents to become leaders in their community. And this is a perfect example of that very work and that champion approach and behavior when it comes to including parents as partners equally. Last but not least, you know, our initiative has focused basically here in Newark. And to know that some of our suburban communities want to take on ACEs and trauma excites me very much. Thank you all so much for taking the time and for the amazing work that you do and for the wisdom and expertise that you all have shared with the Now Learning community. We have just been tremendously encouraged and inspired by your work. And can't wait to continue working with you all in the future. You all are definitely leading and driving change around building and supporting trauma-informed communities. So thank you so much. Thank you to Judy, Altarese, and Dr. Lynn for sharing your approach and strategies to building trauma-informed communities. Your work to support parents and caregivers in this particular way is truly inspiring. You are building the capacity of your community to transform what it means to raise thriving children and families from the inside out. Although this conversation was recorded prior to the COVID-19 pandemic and the heightened civil unrest and reckoning around the brutal treatment of people of color by law enforcement, 
the work of Vital Village Networks to share stories of community leadership continues. These stories are data, and using data to tell a system story can begin to shift policies towards addressing structural racism within our society. As we continue the fight against the twin pandemics of systemic racism and COVID-19, we will keep collecting and sharing stories of how our communities are driving transformation for healthy children and families. Thank you for listening to In the Arena with Now. To learn more about the networks of opportunity for child well-being, please visit our online forum at networksofopportunity.org. Along with webinars, blogs, and links to this podcast, the Now Forum hosts a ton of additional resources through our searchable database. This episode was produced by Rhonda Alexander and Diana Rivera, edited by Diana Rivera, with music composed by Morgan Breland. In the Arena with Now is sponsored by the Vital Village Network at Boston Medical Center and made possible by funding from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Thank you.